When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. I'm singing it because um, in celebration of Craig David's new song. Craig David's back. Craig David is back. For Not- any of our listeners that aren't from the UK, you won't know or care about this man. <laughs> oh, I think he's international. Is he? Oh, oh, I'd imagine. Craig, I am I'm, so. Oh soft. yeah, I would have thought so. I would have. Th- he's a big listener to this. He's a he big lo- fan of the podcast. People don't hey, realize, but Greg David loves to listen to queer centric podcasts. He loves podcasts. Big fan of podcasts. Big fan of it. I knew a girl once that had a fling with him. <gasps> she said she looked in his wardrobe and there were hundreds of pairs of white trainers, and he only wore oh. them like once or twice. <gasps> what he had disposable trainers. Yeah. <gasps> I think if I got really rich, I would have I would throw away my socks every day. Yes, Frank Sinatra did that. Did he? We've mentioned this on the podcast. Really? Okay. I I I always feel like I'm the first person that's come up with that idea, but I'm probably not. Well, I don't. Have we mentioned that? I I feel like we must have mentioned it at some point. Also, because we talk about Frank Sinatra so frequently on the show. The thing is, it always veers from either, as we were saying beforehand. Teenage Reptile Club. The fact which, that I was a member of Reptile Club. Sure. Which you said we always talk about. I don't think we talk about it nearly enough. <laughs> and which came from when you were saying about, as you called it, Les Iguanas, the bar chain. It's a Mexican food restaurant and they email me consistently. But I call them Les Iguanas, which sounds like a lesbian... <laughs> reptile Club. Reptile Club. <laughs> Les Iguanas, come, bring Le- your reptiles. <laughs> Les Iguanas. And it serves tapas as well. Does it serve tapas in there? What is their thing? Like, Mexican there's a lot of food. Is it just Mexican food or is it, I feel like it's got like, hasn't it got like a samba beat or something? Well, yeah, they've probably got a samba beat. You can't, feel you can't ignore that calypso rhythm. Is it a calypso? Sure. But, but what? I don't, I just sort of, I don't know. I feel like, what is their brand? I like it. Nice tiling. <clears throat> they do, um, they do cocktails quite well. I feel like they do a lot of cocktails. I think they stay open quite late. Okay. Well, listen, as ever, a strong on theme to start oh, to the show. So you're going to tell people that we actually got some feedback that says we should be more structured. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's from a friend, not just one of you listeners. Um, oh, well, you could you could phone in with feedback. Actually, in. I would love that if everybody phoned in. Everybody, everyone, phoned, all of you phoned in. So 
Uh, yes. Tom, this week, what's our subject? Oh, I am hungover. So, oh, Tom's the, hungover. Tom, why so are you hungover? I went out last night to see my dear friend Rob Beckett, oh, who clang. I went to school Clang, celebrity friends, who I went to school with. And he said, Come out, I'll be there with my brother and a few other people from where we went to school. And then I went there and then I tried to blend in with everyone. So I had pints in this What like, do you normally drink? Pub. Oh, vodka, lime, and soda. Yeah, or a gin and tonic? Maybe, yeah. maybe. It can be quite fattening a gin and tonic, I think. Oh really? God, I ate well, drank loads. You ate loads of no. I don't think it's. I, I don't think it's fat. Worries. I mean, fattening. No. Anyway, so this. So I was like, "What beer shall I have to the barman secretly?" Because I didn't want everyone to know that I don't really know anything about beer or what the difference between beer and lager is. Um, and he went, "Well, this one's quite nice. It's quite sweet. It's a bit like mead." So I went, oh, I'll have that. Mead? I don't know anyone that's drunk mead. Since Elizabeth I. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you do. And let me tell you, listener, dear listeners, I do not recommend having three pints of that. It was so strong, I found out when I was stumbling around Lewisham, where Rob's brother um, kicked me out of his BMW. He didn't kick me out. He gave me a lift to there. But um, stumbling around trying to order an Uber... That is tricky. Looking into the deserted swimming pool there, which there's nothing more haunting than a deserted swimming pool, may I say. Okay. Yeah. Why why is that? I don't know. I just always think there's something haunting about it. Okay. Anything deserted is quite haunting. Yes. I tell you what else I find haunting is like train stations that aren't. Oh in yeah. Use. They, oh yeah, there's loads of tube stations, oh, aren't there? Yeah. Very strand used to have a tube station. Yes, I think you can still see it from yeah. uh, above the ground. So we've got <laughs> So that is so that nothing to do with what we're planning on talking nothing. about. Nothing. We were gonna talk about loss, um, because of the constant, incessant um loss of public figures from from British life. Again, if you're an international listener, you're not going to enjoy that. But, sorry. Soz. But we, so we've already mentioned Bowie on a previous podcast, but then Alan Rickman died a couple of weeks later. Alan Rickman. Who I love. Yeah. Great actor. Great actor. Brilliant. Um, and then Terry Wogan died Terry yesterday. Terry Wogan, yeah. Uh, who's like a legend of British radio. Yeah, yeah. And Children in Need. It's just like this constant like... Barrage. Yes, it feels like of mourning. London, uh, England's been in grieving since well the whole the new year. The whole country. The, the whole country. Did I say England? Or did I say you London? England. I said England. But yeah, I feel the whole of the United Kingdom and and everything around it. I'm sure. Um, and the Republic of Ireland. And I'm sure the Republic <laughs> of Ireland with Terry. Um, but yeah, because I did an interview on BBC Radio London yesterday. Clang, clang, and I saw Tony Blackman. Tony Blackman was rushed off his feet doing. Uh, tributes about Terry yeah. Wiggins. I didn't realise he was such a great friend of Terry Wiggins. Yeah, well, I think he must be because they're the only, they're like two of the only ones that are left from that radio. Well, then they're not. No, 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 but they're now just... are still allowed to be on the radio and they haven't been caught in sort of some terrible <laughs> BBC drama that happened in the 70s. They're the only two that were still, hey, they're good guys. They were good they guys. They are good guys, really, yeah. So I guess he was just rushed off his feet. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. He must have been very busy. Very busy. Very busy. Um, but yeah. But uh, it's strange that lost thing, isn't it? Because it's, it's when you don't know someone. Mm. You know, my Twitter feed and my um, Facebook feed were just full of people sort of remembering moments of like listening to the radio when something like important happened in their life. Or, yeah. And it's interesting, isn't it, how like, I think especially radio, you know, because, or, or, you know, 
yeah, radio or TV or whatever, but like, you know, you, mm. you it's often sort of quite a solitary thing. Very solitary. And I listen to the radio a lot when I'm driving to gigs or whatever, and yeah. you have that sort of That's what they said. That was one of the it. articles about him actually said, like, he understood the golden rule of radio, which was you're always only speaking to, to one, one person. person. Did you read that too? No, I just... Oh, you just guessed it. Just guessed it. You just probably <laughs> looked up the golden rules of radio before you did this podcast. I've been me, listening to them forever. Who just happened to glance at an article this morning. <laughs> but on via Twitter. But, you know, like in the past, I've always been quite... I've been quite mocking of a lot of that public mourning, public right. displays of grief. Um, and I have actually done material about it. But uh, I, w- I wouldn't dream of doing the material on the on this podcast. But... Um, here it is. Here it is. Okay, guys, you're going to love it. Okay, <laughs> sit down. Um, no, just like like people I went to school with, and or just anybody, just going, just kind of like writing their like their contribution. Yeah. And I always kind of feel like, oh, calm down. Like, no one... Like you, I suppose you're allowed to. Dis- you're allowed to. S- yeah, I think, that, I think that's the thing. Like, if you actually have an opinion, I think people just think, "Oh God, I better, I better tell everyone that I like." Yeah, it's Tony, almost like uh, t- Terry Wogan, because otherwise people assume that I hate him. Yes, ex- ex- and I think that's the difference, and that's the era we live in, where people go, "Oh, I'd better, I'd better put my stamp on it." Yeah, which is really strange. Yes, very, very strange. Very like I don't think our parents would do that. No. Like I remember writing a condolence card to a th- it was a teacher who lost her husband when I was a teenager and I was writing a condolence card and I didn't know what to write and my dad just went thoughts and best wishes are with you Tom that's all you have to write and I was like but shouldn't I put like really sorry for your loss hope you're doing okay and dad was like no you just put thoughts best wishes Tom and that's that's like is that what you wrote in the end yeah I just wrote thoughts best wishes Tom (laughs) um because I think back in the day people didn't like elaborating on no and I think it was more of a private thing yeah private grief yeah that's the thing isn't it it's very Although, do you mean Queen Victoria was very... Oh, very she loved it, didn't she? She yeah, was doing she wore it for black a, for, what, 40 years or something? Something like that, yeah. She she loved it, she loved it. But apparently, she was um, she was not as prudish as people always assume. Like, her and Albert were always at it. At it? At it, I said it. Is that it. why it's called a Prince Albert? Well, I don't know. I did read a biography of him from Bromley Library, Bromley Central Library. Great library. Clang. Guys, guys. Um, clang. Uh, I'm a member. And I think that uh, I, th- I feel like Bromley Central Library, Prince Albert biography, it didn't mention the piercing rumour. But I don't know. Apparently she used to like like it that he went and inspected the troops when he didn't have any pants on. She liked the thought of that. And she'd look from the window and go, oh, I know. He's... Commando. Oh, wow. That's quite fun. Oh, See, yeah. she didn't... Um, apparently, the reason that being a lesbian's never been illegal is because oh, she yeah. didn't believe in it. Really? Yeah. So, like, homosexuality was always illegal, but being yeah. a gay woman, they, they couldn't do you for it. They couldn't touch you for it. Couldn't do you for it. Is that right? Because of her, she didn't and believe And apparently, in it's it. because she didn't believe that it really happened. Oh. Banksy did a quite a famous painting oh, of yeah what was she doing Tori sitting on a woman's face <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I do remember that but yeah fun fact oh well that wasn't mentioned by Judy Dench wasn't that a great portrayal do you remember that when yeah. Judy Dench did her oh it was Love good wasn't Dench. it oh was that that was Mrs. Brown yes not Mrs. Brown's Boys not Mrs. Brown's Boys <laughs> the sequel the sequel yeah very different they really took it in a new different. direction no one's picked up on that no maybe we should yeah yeah, um, that was good though. Billy Connolly, oh, great, was very good in that. Very good. Didn't they both? Did they both get Oscars for I it? I think so. It's Oscar bait, isn't it? You've got a royal. You've got somebody who used to be a comedian. Oh God, the dream. I mean, not used to be a comedian. He's still a comedian. Yeah, absolutely. He? At that point, he was just he wasn't touring. Yeah. He was just concentrating on the acting. Well, very busy. It's a lot of concentrating to do. Oh, it's a lot of concentrating when you're doing, you know, a gilly in love with with 
Queen Victoria. Queen V. Queen V, did you call her? Queen V. Oh, Queen V. Like everyone calls Beyonce Queen V. Oh, Queen, Queen v. v. Why not? Mm. It feels like the sort of thing that um, Jerry Halliwell would have said. Oh, Queen Victoria, she was a smart girl. Yeah. So far, I think everybody can agree. We know yeah. exactly where we are. We know exactly we always finish the structure. Oh, no. Oh, no, hang on. No, we're all right for the structure. What were you going to say about... <laughs> I mean, let's... <laughs> I don't know why I find Tom, this Tom, you're not so allowed to come funny. when you're hungover. I beg your pardon. Um, <laughs> I'm not that hungover. I'm not. I'm not that you hungover. You got sick all over your jumper. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. I don't. I don't. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't that. I, totally I was just liberally. Funny. I was. I know. I was just liberally WhatsApping. That's what I did. Oh. I'm in a WhatsApp group now. Who with? Rob Beckett. Oh God. And um, I, yeah, I feel really, really connected to the world. Yeah, that's good. I think I'll be. What's what Snapchat? Um, it's where you take a picture and or like do like a little video thing, mm. but it only lasts about five seconds or ten seconds. Then you send it to someone, and once they've watched it, it's deleted from their phone. Oh! I think the kids use it to sort of send pictures of their genitals. Oh, know, really? Like the kids do. Goodness! As you mean, when I say kids, I obviously mean like eighteen-year-olds. Well, I don't. Is that? But I don't know. Do that? Is that like a phenomenon that should be discussed on Radio Four? What? I imagine Women's Hour would have. I, thought, oh, I, bet, I, bet, I bet Jerry Hour. Money's done a bit on oh, it. Oh, I bet Jenny Murray's all over that. Do you remember? Is that what we got sent? We won't say who it was, but we got sent a picture of somebody's genitals. We did. And he said, please don't look at this. And of course, well, we, we totally did. looked at it. Yeah, that was, yeah, we were out, weren't we? And a fellow comedian. You shall remain nameless. You shall remain nameless. But, texted me saying, oh my God, I've just sent you a Snapchat. Please don't open it. I mean, it's my penis. And so Tom and I obviously immediately looked. Immediately looked. And then was it deleted from our... And then it was your... deleted from life. And then we just mm. sent a picture back of us looking disgusted. Oh, I, I think I probably would have looked quite thrilled. And I look disgusted. That's about right, isn't it? <laughs> look. So, <laughs> loss is the theme. <laughs> oh, God. Loss of dignity. Saying? Loss of dignity. That's very... Yeah, oh, people very good. People, very cerebral good, people pick up on that. Um, so, oh, you were going to say about being dumped. Well, I was no. I said to you that thing that we were talking about loss, and one of my friends. What we like to do before the podcast is we go. Oh, I've got a thing. We go. Don't tell us now. Save yeah, it for the podcast. Yeah, save it for the podcast. Great, really professional. Man. Really, no. I think that's that's. The I think that is professional. Radio, isn't it? Do you, yeah. Save the story. Save the story. Yeah. Let's save it. Let's save it for. What is it? Keep your powder dry. Have you heard that? <laughs> no. Keep your powder. I think people say it in stand up. They say it quite a lot. Of like. I mean, I've been doing it for a while. I've never heard it. Keep. Is it right? Like keep the gunpowder dry so it lights. Oh, what, so don't use it all up? And don't kind of get it damp. I, I mean, what does that mean? Listen, I was drinking mead. I've got gunpowder. <laughs> What's happened to me? What has know. happened to me? You're wearing trainers? <clears throat> Shh, don't tell people that. Do not. I Tom's s- turned up in trainers. I've never, I've, in our five years of friendship, I've never seen him not in not? a boot or a shoe. Have you not? Oh, i got some new boots, or actually. Or a slipper. From Clarks. Uh, I'm wearing the trainers because I think I've got a driving lesson after this. Tom only goes to his driving lessons in trainers, which really because makes I have me laugh. Have, I have to have comfortable <laughs> shoes for driving. Again, you're not allowed to wear heels. Because I can't wear heels. <laughs> That's what they say, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? So I can't wear it's my very heels. very similar to if you're in a, a plane crash and you've got to go down one of those um, slide oh, things. Yeah. That always makes me laugh, the sign of the women taking off their heels. Heels. And as if, as if that would even cross anybody's <laughs> mind. Who flies in heels, though? Uh, like... Oh, the air hostesses have to wear heels. Oh yeah, they'd be the first out. They wouldn't care, they wouldn't and they'd rip. Shit. They would rip that slide with their heels, and they would yeah. think to hell with the rest of you. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. Um, but I'm wearing the trains because I've got to go to my driving lesson. I hate my driving lessons. I've changed driving instructor. He's going to lose some business shortly, isn't he? He's going to have a loss of earnings. Well, I really liked him at first, and then he just became a bit—I don't know—like critical of me. 
I'm not very good at being. <laughs> I mean, he's try- he's teaching you. Yeah, but to I don't drive. like to be taught. I like to be told I'm really good. <laughs> well, yeah, which we all like that. I mean, it's amazing that you've ended up in this profession. But um, <laughs> oh, I just want strangers to tell me I'm good. Clap for me, clap for me. Let me do my dance. Um, that is exactly what I think. The comedian. When people say, Ooh, "Oh God, is that what I do?" Being a comedian, you're so brave, and I think it's so pathetic. I go it on stage is. every night, being like, "Like, hi, students. Hi, teenage. Hey, hi, hi. Do you like me? Do you like me? Yeah. Am I, po- am I a popular person? Yeah. Am I popular now? Oh, oh. clap for me, clap for me." You should oh. write some different material to that, though. <laughs> it's never worked. <laughs> I love the idea of you coming out just doing a dance and then getting everyone to clap. Well, it's because I can tap dance, clang, clang. Yeah, but people also not clang me, because yeah, I've got on what people, people have said to me. Why don't you do that in your show? No, I was just about to say the same thing. But what? I think how I'm the people I, who say that. How could I? How could I very casually? Slip in some tap dancing into an Edinburgh comedy show where I talk about like my past or my present or my future. I, I, I talk about other things too. Well, you know, Fred Astaire did it. I don't think I'm trying to emulate Fred Astaire's career. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the chance you do. Finally. Yeah, <laughs> the way, yeah, well, the, I, the way you look tonight. It, the, just, well, I think you could. I think you could throw it in. I, I love you could do it on this podcast. You love what? I love those shows where, like, you know, there's like a show like with Dame Diana Rigg oh. or with um, Honor Blackman mm. or someone like that. And uh, when I was touring with Josh Widdicombe, Clang! We would often see these posters of, like, you know, an evening with Oh, yes, yes. Honor Blackman or an Oh, you always with. get that, like, you know, like Buxton Opera House or somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. I, and I love the idea because I imagine they go from stories straight into songs. <laughs> yeah, and it I would bet be they like, do. And here are a few of my favourite things. <laughs> Raindrops on black. <laughs> well, Julie Andrews did that, didn't she? She did a talkie one, but she couldn't do the singing because she's heard her voice. So she had to have, like, someone else singing. Oh, God. Doing, like, an impersonation. You don't go and see Julie Andrews to watch someone else sing. No. Jules. Well, you can't say that to her. But um Well she can't say anything back to you. She can't <laughs> <laughs> But well I would like to go and see one of those shows. I'm amazed that we haven't booked that. I feel like that's probably something we'll do in Edinburgh this year. Oh, I'd like lo- Oh, yes, because sometimes they are trialed in Edinburgh yeah. as well. Who did it? And Nancy Delolio, didn't she do yeah, one Nancy at one Delolio point? Did one. Unusual choice, you might say. What, who yeah, who is thinking, Oh god, I'd love to know what Sven Goran Eriksson's ex wife's up to. Well, is she I, famous for a thing other than being married to him? Being me married to someone that was quite an unsuccessful England manager. Yeah, he was heavily criticised, wasn't he? I seem to remember. I mean, I don't know much about football. Oh, that surprises me. What with all the I mead, know, with all the <laughs> beer drinking, beer drinking with the lads down the pub. It was a really posh pub actually in um, Greenwich. The uh, well, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what she had to say. I don't, oh, well, but I mean, know. I would. I think she probably was like slagging everyone off. I think it was probably quite a bitchy show. I don't think Honor Blackman's An Evening With would have been like that. No, and that show was two point four children. Mm. Oh, things was, like that. I should say. Yeah, was she, that what it's called? No, what was the one she, she was? She was in two point four children. She was the grandma. No, it wasn't two point four children, which I did love. I did love, but it was, it was something else. It was like. With one of the call in, McGann brothers. Call in. <laughs> Listeners, if you know, call in. Oh, On the number we've never given you. And they lived in that massive house. Yeah. No, that's not, you're right. It's not 2.4 children. 2.4 children lived in a small house. And she was really funny, the mum in that. Now, why is she, she in more things? I don't know. She's a great loss. A great <laughs> loss to British television. <laughs> she would be really good. I really like 2.4 children. I used to think it was so funny. It was great. I wonder if it's still funny. Probably not. Because the mum was always quite like... she was. Always oh, I'm really angry. Her name... She had like a boy's name as well. <laughs> Her name was like Burn or... Brian. No, it was like Burn for like Bernadette or Bill for Belinda oh. or something like that. What, in the show or in yeah, real life? Yeah, in the show. 
Oh. Random facts that I'm remembering, guys. Um, but yes, breakup. See, one of my friends back <laughs> back to the theme. Come on, guys. That's, we're doing so we're well. We're doing so well with our theming. Yeah. Um, we, uh, my friend uh, Rosie, who uh, it, it was very funny about a breakup once, where she said that when you break up with someone, it's like they've died, mm-hmm. but they haven't done the respectful thing and actually died. Because <laughs> it's true, isn't it? All of a sudden, someone's gone from your life. Or if you have like yeah. a breakup with a friendship or, or whatever. driving instructor. Or a driving instructor. All of a sudden. And then you remember them, don't you? You go, oh, God. Yeah. Why not ever happened to him? Yeah. I mean, if I break up with this driving instructor. Yeah. Because I'm feeling like if he's going to be as critical to me as he was last like last time I just lost all my confidence. If he's going to be critical to me like that again, I feel like I'm just going to put the indicator on. I'm going to pull over to the left and be like, Harry, this isn't working for me. I've never been able to do that. Oh, my God. I've never been able to do that. Harry, never this a- isn't working for me. God, I said his name, didn't I? <gasps> um, oh I do really like him and I want this to work. I really want this to work out, but I don't know how to make it work. It's very tricky. Yeah, he wears really nice jumpers. And um, he was really upset. So it's not all bad. But, so it's not, don't think. And he's, he was really sad when David Bowie died, which I, which surprised me. Because I didn't think he'd be a, a David Bowie fan. But he was. He said he was really upset. And then I thought, oh, this is going really well. I could see us being friends. Maybe I'll see him in uh, a pub in Petswood and be like, oh, hello, Harry. I Fancy like a maid? <laughs> yeah, I'll get you a maid. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the meads in. <laughs> um, but but I don't see that now. I feel like he's become quite critical, quite a horrible presence, horrible in, your presence life. in my life. I dread seeing him. So, um, loss. <laughs> oh, I've written here losing things, but I think I've, I never know how to spell lose. And I think no, neither I've, do I. Is that losing things? Losing things. things. Losing things, yeah. Loose. I always put it as loose. Because I think it's like lose, but it's not. It's L-O-S-E, I think, isn't it? Yeah, actually, I don't really know. You're, you're asking me. I'm so dyslexic. You said to me, oh, I'll tell the story. So you should tell this now, the story of when you had... Okay, so I had three, two or three comedians in my house, mm. one of whom was Phil Wang. Very funny guy. Very funny guy. Uh, I, I, I feel the for the other ones, ones yeah, who aren't uh, remembered. David Elms, I think, and then oh. one other comic as well who's... I've done a lot of journeys with those guys, so I don't know. Anyway, they turned up to my house. Flat, hugely flattering. Hugely. <laughs> I mean, to Phil Wang, certainly. Um, I mean, he does deserve to be remembered, but... Um, I, I, it's not going to upset the other one. They're not going to okay. know, unless they they're know. big fans. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, so they were all at my house. I was driving us to a show, a gig... They turned up, and we were all like literally about to walk out the house, and I couldn't find the car key. Oh no! Where was it? Well, it was. We looked for half an hour. Oh no! And like slowly, I'm getting like hotter and redder. Oh and, my like, god! It's so embarrassing because p- people who I know, but like mm. I don't know really well. I don't know them like, you know, I don't know their middle names or when their birthday is. Like they're not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know your middle name. I don't know when your birthday is. That's true. Okay. So do you know what I mean? Like a proper yeah. friend. Yeah. I haven't got their landlines. <gasps> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, they, um, they. Did they have to go through all your things with you? Yeah, like, yeah they had to have me. Embarrassing. Yeah, like they, they, they like things. Sorry. Some private. Did they have to go through private things? <laughs> you suggested that, like, I was like, check the lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's not in a gusset. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, do you mind going through all the drawers in my bedroom, please? <laughs> Can you imagine, especially the bottom <laughs> one on the left hand side. <laughs> Start uh, with that one. <laughs> no, I. It was so embarrassing because I, but these people were like, we're all stuck there. We were going to like 
somewhere in Wales because oh. I'm always getting in Wales. <laughs> Huge in Wales, by I'm, the way, guys. I'm always in Wales. And uh, they're all at my house. They're so embarrassing. They're like going through all my stuff and like they like had to pull my sofa cushions out. Oh, how embarrassing. Like, they're like, oh, God, and, oh my God. Eventually I found it. Where was it? In my underwear drawer. Oh, it was there. <laughs> I think Phil had done a better job. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I like. I think what must have happened is I put it on the side and then mm. I opened the drawer oh, or I shut the drawer and it must have fallen in. Oh, because you've got that really interesting stencil thing by your door, which I always admire. My stencil like, thing that says "Don't forget." Don't forget your keys. And don't it's forget got like, your keys, your phone, and, and your, your iPod or something. And your iPod. It's quite it's dated. Quite, it's quite dated. Because it's got a phone and iPod, and now obviously those things are merged those in my life. The They've same. merged. They've melted, as you would say. I miss the days of an iPod, though. I think iPhones, I'm just like, oh, oh, I just got, there's no room. It's always full. But I do download quite a lot of songs on the go. All that porn. <laughs> it's mainly porn that I've made of myself on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. good for you. Yeah, yeah. And, Keep um, me busy. And emails from Waitrose Florist, who I bought or my mum some. Les Iguanas. Or <laughs> Les Iguanas, uh, the lesbian reptile club. And Waitrose Florist, I sent my mum some flowers on Mother's Day when I was away doing a gig on Mother's Day from Waitrose Florist. They, like seven years I mean, later, they're sorry, still just... emailing me highlight the fact that the way that you said that it sounded like you were working for Waitrose you went I sent some flowers from Waitrose Florist it was Mother's Day so I thought Waitrose Florist and so I was away so I went to Waitrose Florist <laughs> we are actually touting for sponsorship of this podcast so if Waitrose Florist want, want to, to get in touch emailing about um, we promised ourselves we would finish at 24 minutes today it's 24 37 8 yeah because apparently 25 is too long 40 which I don't know I quite I think text in call us <laughs> do call in um, you know the number <laughs> <laughs> Free phone. Oh, do you remember the number from, I bet you do, from Live and Kicking? No, do you? 08458118181. Yes. I think it was 0845 at the beginning. Let's all ring it now together. And then there was the phone, then there was the phone gambling scandal of the mid 2000s. Oh, yeah, when it was like, actually, you're not being it's not in a drawer, drawer at all. It's not a your pound. keys. Um, it's a pound. Yeah, and you're just wasting a pound. Oh, that was sad, wasn't it? That's for the other news broke. That was. And that's the thing that that, that people losing. That was a, a loss. Oh, Susie, thank God you're <laughs> well, here to bring it round to this great. I mean, when you said like, let's do it about loss, I thought, oh. Did well, I thought we could be quite sincere for a change, but it turns <laughs> out absolutely not. No, but I feel like I covered you know enough about. Your driving instructor. Which is what I actually wanted to get off my chest today. <laughs> so now we've gone over 25 minutes, which is what we were told we weren't supposed to do. And we've not stayed to theme. And we've not had any structure or stayed on the theme at all. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I am doing a show at London's Glittering Soho Theatre on the 11th through 13th of February. And I'd love it if you could come and join me. Uh, it's a show I did in Edinburgh last year. I'm very proud of it. Tickets are available at tomindeed.com or on the Soho Theatre website. Thank you very much. Would love to see you there. Go and see Tom. He's brilliant. He'll make you laugh. He'll make you laugh so much. Thank you for listening. Remember, Craig David listens to this as well. Remember that. If you take one thing from this. Craig, Craig David. Because Dan, the producer today, not the usual Talia, suggested that um, we should just sing our names. Sing like our names occasionally. Just yeah. Susie Ruffo. Tom Thank you for listening to Like-Minded Friends. Oh, God. Please join us again next week. Oh, yeah. We will be talking about, well, God knows. We'll decide then. Yeah. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye.